Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, creating your dream business, and falling in love with your studio all over again. Now, here's your host, business coach, educator, and owner of Dance Energy Studios, Claire O'Shea. Hi everyone, my name is Claire O'Shea and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. Today I want to talk about a topic that may not sound very fun, but I'm sure can be helpful to new or aspiring studio owners and that is the three worst experiences at my studio and what they taught me. Now I think many of us can see solutions for issues after the fact as hindsight is always 20-20, but when it comes to running and owning a business, it is hard to know what to expect, which is why I always say expect the unexpected but prepare for the best. The fact is that 2019 is fast approaching and many people are looking to open a studio in a new year as a goal of theirs and a dream for a long time. So by sharing my stories and experiences with others, I hope to help save some trouble and possibly avoid mistakes for others in the future. So know that no matter what, you will always have your own struggles, but I think learning from others, both in good and bad experiences, can help you in the long run. Now, today's episode isn't necessarily things I did wrong, but experiences I had that were a struggle for me and my business. But Perhaps some can relate to this and have a little laugh, even though at the time they were definitely not funny, but you know, that is all in hindsight, like I mentioned before. So let's dive in, sit back, relax and brace yourself. These are the three worst experiences at my studio and what they taught me. My first worst experience, and this is not necessarily in order of worstness but was having to fire a teacher and this is never a nice process and something that I honestly think that you can avoid by doing the correct onboarding process and interview process but essentially uh, I was in a position where I needed to find someone quickly I was desperate and I did find a lady who was really lovely but it just wasn't the right fit for my studio the the style of classes weren't uh, sort of, they weren't in line with what we were doing and it was just not good. And it got towards the end of the year, close to our show a couple of weeks before and routines weren't finished. Kids were messy, kids were struggling, kids were stressed. And I was starting to hear things, people were unpleased and rightly so, and I just had to step in. So at the time I was able to take over those classes um, and I had to do so but having to fire a person who is really passionate about what they do but just wasn't the right fit for us so you know they would possibly quite likely be a great fit for another studio but just didn't have the right you know lesson plan structure the right personality for my particular studio so I did have to let that person go and being quite young at the time it was very uncomfortable I was upset for them being upset I was upset that I had put got to look at let it get that far it was really awful but now I look back and I know uh, I learned that taking more time to onboard someone and not being desperate when you're hiring is obviously the the easy solution to that problem. So now I have a very clear guideline of the types of people that I want. I have a very clear 
you know, expectations and I do a trial class and I have a trial period and it's really to ensure that anyone who comes through my studio is already, you know, they're not going to be perfect necessarily. Obviously, um, everyone has to learn things. Everyone has things to work on or change, but they need to have the right personality to fit in with our students and our studio and the atmosphere that we create as well as the particular skills and, you know, requirements to teach the genre that they are teaching so if it was hip-hop they need to have that experience obviously if it was acro they need to have that experience etc etc so firing teacher was yucky and awful and there was awkward questions and people were confused but at the end of the day it was terrible at the time but I know I did the right thing because you know I was able to kind of save those classes Um, fix that up for our show so that the kids felt like they still got to have a a good show and then obviously I didn't bring that person back the following year but it was awful at the time and I you know I don't feel pleased about it but it just wasn't the right fit so I had to do what I had to do. My worst experience number two was not letting a particular student return to the studio. Now I am still a hundred percent sure that I made the right decision now but at the time not letting that parent return was like such an ordeal and it was really stressful. Like I know that there was nothing they could have done but like there was threats of suing me and going to report me to like child authorities and all of this stuff that I I knew in my heart that it wouldn't even if they did report me nothing would eventuate because I'd done nothing wrong but it still gives you that sick feeling in your stomach and you just feel so awful because I did know that I would have hurt um, that child's feelings and that's never my intention but the parent was literally the worst fit for my business and they had by choice left previously um, and I had realized that all of my stresses was coming from this particular family and you know it was it was awful and but that art then I was like oh gosh like you know this was creating all of this turmoil and so then when they said they wanted to come back I and when they left as well they didn't leave nicely they you know told me all of the stuff that I did wrong and all of that you know just as 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 you do and so when they wanted to return I just said look guys you know, thank you so much. We hope you're doing well, but we, we haven't changed. Like my, my business is still exactly the same. I don't think we're going to be the right fit for you. So I wish you all the best, but I, you know, no, thank you. I won't be accepting your enrollment. And anyway, there was threats, there was emails, there was just, it was so icky, yucky, gross. Um, but, and again, it was so awful at the time and I still, think about it but I know it was the right thing it was not a good fit either way and I know um even at the time that that family was obviously cranky and sad I know I did the right thing for them to then go and find a studio that's a better fit so sometimes it is yucky and gross and sad and all of those words but it is the best thing so I learned that it is good to stick to your guns and that is okay to tell people when you know they're not welcome back and you know that particular you know person was not very kind and you know I just didn't need it so um, I had every right to Uh, not accept their enrollment and whilst it was awful at the time I know I did the right thing and my last probably worst thing that happened to me 
what and I P.S. I'm saying this all with like a grain of salt. Like obviously this is definitely first world problems and I'm completely aware of it. But in the context of the show, this is what I'm talking about. Um, So when we moved to our current building, there was a like a health and beauty business that was attached to our dance studio, unfortunately. Um, And our landlord at the time owned both buildings. So they owned that one and mine and theirs was like an eighth of the size of my studio. Anyway, we had hell, ongoing hell for years with noise complaints and verbal abuse and death threats and storming into classes and you know, speeding in the car park. Like it was just, it was such an ongoing stress. It was literally awful. And I feel so awful for people that's still dealing with any neighbor issues because it can really make your life a living hell. Uh, and, but in saying that, all of those things, we did our best to assist. So we added in more soundproofing in the walls. We uh, ran less classes in the, in the in the classroom that was adjoining to them. We, you know, capped the, the, the volume that the noise could go to we um we did all of the things that I felt like we could in knowing that we were allowed allowed to run our business and other than just not taking classes they wouldn't have been pleased so it was awful we had to get lawyers involved because there was you know threats against my life and it was it was ludicrous considering you know (laughs) what it was about and you know, the neighbor would come in and like start yelling in classes. So we had to lock all the doors all the time. And, you know, we had to get basically a restraining order out so they couldn't enter onto our premises, which was craziness. Um, We had to call the police. It was just, it was so gross. I felt unprofessional. I felt frightened. I felt angry. I felt scared. I felt sad. And it was an ongoing thing. But at the end of the day, we just had to do, we had to spend a lot of money. We had to get solicitors involved. We had to call the police. We had to, our landlord was useless. Like, honestly, they were the worst. They did nothing. They essentially washed their hands of me and I was just sort of left to do my own devices, which is so disappointing because you hope that when you spend all that money at, you know, hiring a building or whatever it is, that at least they're going to try and mediate or do the what the right thing is but they didn't and that's a choice that they made um so at the time it was so awful um but now in hindsight I think I learned patience I learned the parts of the legal system I learned that there is people out there that you're never going to please and that they are just downright nasty I always thought that like there must be some good in people but not in some um that's more of a little joke um what else did I learn I learned that policemen are lovely I learned that parents are more accepting and more uh they're more open-minded than I thought I learned that they're willing to stick up for you as well um I learned that my family was really awesome and at certain times I was actually scared to go to work and so different like my dad and my my partner would come and sit and wait in reception just in case that they came in and were hurling abuse just because I I honestly it got to a point where I just didn't know if I'd be able to cope like I'm quite a strong-headed person I'm I'm not 
confrontational, but I can be when I need to be, but that's not my go-to. I always try and like reason and, you know, talk because I feel like that's actually going to be beneficial. Uh, but it just got to the point where I knew I wouldn't be able to be strong in front of the students. And I knew that their safety and their sense of safety in the studio was a priority. So my lovely family would come and sit in there and do shifts when I was really frightened, which was so sad. Um, at one point I did, I hated, I hated even going into the building. It was just, it was awful, but, um, I learned that patience is a virtue and now they don't they have moved out. I have a new landlord and they are f- wonderful. And I've expanded my studio into her building and I got to rip down all her walls, which was very therapeutic. So I hope I don't sound vindictive or nasty, but it was like in such an ongoing process for years and it really tested my patience. It, it taught me a lot. It taught me to I don't even know. It just taught me so much and it was so awful all at the same time. So if anyone else is going through anything with awful neighbors, I feel you. I hear you know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, Try and always do the right thing and show that you're making an effort to fix any complaints that they may have. But like I said, you cannot please everybody. And that was evident. Anyway, so... Those were some of the three worst experiences at my studio. And again, they're not the worst. And I, like I said, I generally have no drama at my business. So I'm very, very fortunate. Um, But those were some of the three worst experiences at my studio and what they taught me. Obviously, I didn't use names to protect privacy, but I'm sure if those people listen, they will know I'm talking about them. But also, what you're doing listening to a dance business podcast. So... (laughs) whatever I hope we all uh can learn something from these lessons whether it is to commiserate or to get education from or whether just to know that you're not alone um but we all have these bad times in our businesses and our life and to know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel is sometimes all you need to do so life can be unpredictable at times which can lead to negative experiences like I said you can't control all the people around you obviously but in the end we always come out stronger wiser and a better version of ourselves so we didn't sign up to be in business Uh, because it was easy but because of our love of dance and the desire to create programs to share with the world so I hope you enjoyed this episode even I tried to keep it you know light and positive even if it was a bit of a Debbie Downer Um, sorry if your name's Debbie I don't know why that's a saying Uh, but I will speak to you all next week have a great day wherever you are in the world bye for now thank you for listening to the business of dance podcast For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.